These are extraordinary times. We know that men are not the solution to our problems, but rather the source. We can no longer seek carnal solutions to spiritual problems, and that's the bottom line. Join us as we delve into the deep, dark places that no one has ever gone before. Hello, this is the first episode of The Bottom Line. My name is Jonathan McCullough. And I'm Sean Scott. Today, we're going to share a little bit about who we are, why we started this podcast, and what our intentions are. You know, there's a lot going on in America, and it all starts with the family. It starts in the community, the state, all the way up. We have to understand where these problems are coming from so we can address these problems. Sean? Well, uh, all the things that we see going on in the world, in the nation, in our communities, in our families, um, these are all spiritual things. Those things began in the spirit. So we have to start there. And that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. We have to start in the spirit. And this is where we lose people because people aren't necessarily spiritual. Um, most people are, as you know, religious. And I've been there, so I, I know. I've been there because I know. Um, most people want to go through the motions without allowing the motions to go through them. And so this is where, how we lose because we perish with the lack of knowledge. You know, um, we have carnal problems. We have, in fact, we have, excuse me, we have spiritual problems, mm -hmm. okay? And you can't solve spiritual problems through carnal means. Right. It's it's impossible. Um, so everything points back to God. Yes. Everything right. from from our families to our country to our own house to the White House. Mm -hmm. God is in everything. Mm -hmm. And and if you take God out of the equation, mm -hmm. you're not necessarily trying to solve the problem. Right. You're not trying to solve the problem. You know. You asked me a question. You asked me, was I, what made me conservative? You asked me that. What, why do I, why do I vote conservative? Well, let me tell you, the reason why I vote conservative is, is something that I've learned just recently. Um, that. Well, what, I think first we need to address what it means to be conservative. To me, to be conservative means to, you cannot, basically we, we've said it already. You can't really solve problems, but um, we can solve spiritual problems by carnal means. We know that men are not the solution to right. our problems. Right. They are the source of our problems. Right. And that's one reason why I'm conservative, because I realize that the government or some other man cannot solve the issues that, that was plaguing me. Right. Okay. I had to realize, I had to come to the realization that God is a spirit, in fact. Mm -hmm. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So I kind of got a hard lesson in that. So this is what this is one of many reasons that inspired me to do this podcast. Because I think there's a lot of things that we have to say based on our experience that can help other people. We're not interested in entertaining anybody. There's a lot of entertainment going on on social media. There's a whole lot of entertainment. That's fine. People do what they do. But this is not why we started this podcast. Our people need to be liber liberated. They need to be liberated. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't realize they're in captivity. So we're going to, going forward, we're going to highlight a lot of these issues 
that many of you are unaware of. There's a lot of things going on that you are unaware of. You know, it's very, very important to know what the problem is. How can you solve the problem if you have yet to discover the problem? Right. So you must discover the problem. So we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, it's not going to be comfortable. A lot of people are not going to. A lot of people are not going to like this. Okay. But at the end of the day. That's not my problem. We're doing it for love. Um, At the end of the day, people have to get out of their emotions. They have to get out of their emotions. Love rejoices in truth. It rejoices in truth. Now, that doesn't guarantee that you, it's going to sound good, feel good, or look good. The bottom line is that it, the truth is good. And that is where freedom is. It's in the truth. And we're going to share a lot of that. Um, go to our website. Go to our page and find us the bottom line with john and sean we're going to share a whole lot of things that is going to be controversial to some of y'all because a lot of y'all are still in your feelings for what why are you in your feelings this is what they use to control the minds of the people emotions emotionalism emotionalism is the number one philosophy particularly in the black community it's about emotionalism just pay attention. Everything that they do is based on a feeling reaction from you, not a logical reaction, not a reasonable right. or reasoning reaction. It's a feeling reaction. You see things with your eyes and they want you to get in your feelings. And the first thing you do is do exactly what they expect you to do. Exactly. You get in your feelings and you don't use reasoning skills. How did this person get themselves in this situation? It's not about what's going on with this person now. It's about it's about what led him to get into this situation. You see, this is where they get you. They show you something. Oh, I mean, listen, we're going to talk about all of this. We're going to talk about all of this. Sean, what is it that makes you a conservative? What what drove you to conservatism? What drove me to conservatism? Yes. Well, I, I think we were both raised conservative, right? That's a great, that's yeah. a great observation. We, we both, um, Grew up with a love for God, a love for family, and a love for our country and the community as a whole. Um, what makes me a conservative? Because when we grew up, we really didn't really understand what that meant, right? And we didn't understand how important conservatism was as it relates to culture. Mm -hmm. But now, as a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. um, being conservative, you know, we have to think about, well, well, well what are we conservative? Mm -hmm. ah, you know, what are we conserving? See, it takes reasoning. We're, we're conserving our Christian morals and values, mm -hmm. things that have been instilled in us, things that were, you know, made the foundation of this country. Mm -hmm. This is what we're conserving, and this is what we're trying to, to preserve and protect. Right. You understand? Right. So, um, being a conservative, you know, some people are conservative because they believe in uh, free market, you know, you know, different mm -hmm. things like that. Capitalism, Capitalism free, free, free enterprise, things like that, right? But they don't understand the one who actually gave us our freedoms. Right. You understand? We right. are conservative because of who we are. I, I love that. I love that. And you know, uh, uh, what was interesting to me, you, you know, you, you cannot, one thing about being uh, born in a free country mm -hmm. is that you have two options. Right. And, and you have, and in fact, you have two options and you have to prioritize those options. Okay. You can do what you want to do 
or do what you need to do. Both have consequences. Right. And you must accept those consequences because everything in a free country, in a free society is based on personal choices. Now, I can say that I can't claim to have been born in a perfect family. Everybody's born with something that they must overcome. Yes. It's something that they must overcome. Yeah, okay? because if we didn't have anything to overcome, what would be the purpose of even depending on God. What 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 would be the purpose if there were no challenges? Right. There's nobody to rescue us from those challenges. Right. You know? So that is I like that. Um you know you're born with difficulties, you're born without a father, without a mother. These situations, let me tell you something. If you're born without a father, that means you become one. If you're born without a mother, that means when you're old enough, you become one. Amen. This is how you break the curse. You don't become angry because somebody else was born with a with a with, with a, in, in a in a traditional family intact. Right. You, you take that and you build on that. It's a you be the solution. It's the reason why things happen for you the way they have happened for you is for you to overcome. Yeah. How would you ever know that, that, how would any of us ever know for that matter, that there is a God greater if there were no challenges? So we, you know, listen, God says, be not overcome with evil, right. but overcome evil with good. Yeah. Essentially, he's saying, yes, I know you was born in the situation, but what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Are you going to be angry or are you going to repeat the same thing that you... And let me tell you something. The offended without forgiveness becomes the offender. Yes. The offended, let me say that again, the offended <laughs> becomes the offender walking in unforgiveness. That's what we see happening today. That's what we see happening today. And these are some of the things that we're going to talk about because... Unforgiveness is a something that was created from emotionalism as well. Okay? No, no, you know, so not, some people walking in unforgiveness for stuff that ain't never happened. To some people. people are walking in, and this is the crazy part. People are walking in unforgiveness for things that never happened to them. Now check this out. Imagine walking in unforgiveness for people are behind an unforgiving people that hasn't done anything to you, imagine, that only says that you would never forgive somebody that did something to you. Right. Lord, look, we are going to get into this. We are going to get into this, and we're going to get into this deep. We're going to delve down deep, and we're going to keep it real. Okay, we're going to keep it real. None of us are better than anybody. No. We are here because we have something to say. Not, we're not telling you what we were told. We are telling you what we have experienced. We don't know everything. Yes. Let's just be clear. Yes. Obviously, we don't know everything. We tell all we know. Amen. And that is what we were required to do anyway. God, we've been commissioned to do so. God did not tell us to know everything. It's, it's impossible to know everything. Any man that knows everything knows nothing. <laughs> God said to tell... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> God says... Let the redeem of the Lord say so, who God has delivered from the hands of them. But we've all been from one place and God delivered from another. I mean, not all of us, but some of those that have been redeemed need to talk. Those of us that have been redeemed, we need to talk. And this is the reason for this podcast. Sean, let me ask you something else, though. Um, now, 
the black community for the last, as long as I can remember, and I'm 57 years old, as long as I can remember, have been Democrat. Okay. Now this goes along the lines of some of the things that we're talking about. They vote Democrat. Yes. Okay. You're voting Democrat. They Why are you voting Democrat? Do you know what? Ninety-nine percent talk. We are tribal. We do things out of tradition. I like that, and then people exploit that. Carry yes, on. they look. You, you can't allow people to know you better than you know. Okay. <laughs> These people have studied us. They understand how. You, what what makes us tick? Mm -hmm. You understand? But uh, it, it's strictly out of tradition because grandmama voted Democrat, mama voted Democrat, so I'm gonna vote Democrat. And 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 most people, from my experience on the on, on that side, they can't tell you what wow. they are voting for. They just know that they have to vote. Right? Wow. They, they have to vote. They, they want to make their vote count. But how are you going to make your vote count if you don't understand what you're voting for? You're, you're voting for a symbol. And there is absolutely no substance behind the symbol. Wow. You're voting for policies that go against everything that you were, were brought up in. Right. See, people get mad when they hear the truth. See, what she's saying is the truth. What she's saying is the truth. Because what we have here is... Uh, there's more reason to believe that people are were just wanted the right to vote. Yes. They didn't want why they vote. They wanted the right to vote. Yeah. You okay? You you want to copy what everybody else doing, but you don't want to understand what they doing. Right. Before you get into anything, I don't care what it is. Understand what you're getting in, okay? Because it might be a blessing that you couldn't vote. Look. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Oh, y'all. They want to interview. That, 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 that used to be, oh, it's good. It mm -hmm. used to be guidelines, okay? Mm -hmm. B before people could vote. They had to pass a literacy test mm -hmm. and some other things before they could they be permitted all. to vote. I didn't right? even know that. Okay. I, I think that's a good thing because mm -hmm. I don't want somebody that's incompetent, right? right? That's <laughs> In control of my destiny. My you understand? Lord. In control of electing people that would have the power to enact laws that I have to be governed by. Oh my God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh my God. So that it, may it have was, been intentional. It, it was, of course it was intentional. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you, you, you make people feel inferior, right? Mm -hmm. And then you all of a sudden give them something to where they feel like, oh, now I'm worthy. <laughs> Eyes get to vote now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so, yeah, of course they're going to run and vote. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, yeah, we, we have the right to vote. We have to do this. But what's the point in doing it? How do you really make your vote count if you don't understand what you're voting for? I mean, our civic responsibility doesn't begin at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. Our civic responsibility is being involved in community and understanding how government works mm -hmm. and being a part of the whole process. Right. Not just showing up to cast the ballot mm -hmm. and cast the ballot for somebody who looks good and mm -hmm. sounds good, mm -hmm. but ain't no good. Ain't no good. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. All these years, we have, as a collective, mm -hmm. black collective, been voting Democrats. And what have we got for? We haven't got anything. We got played is what we got. Uh, because that's what that's what happens when you choose symbols of a substance. Yeah. Um, 
And this is what we're going to talk about. And let me tell you something. Obviously, we're black, but, you know, we've been there and done that. Once upon a time, let me tell you, I never voted Democrat, but I supported him in principle. You know why? Because I was a follower. Everybody in there, everybody else, I didn't want to say, no, I'm not Democrat, even though I didn't even understand. I didn't understand why we voted. And I I can honestly tell you that. But I supported them in principle because my environment supported them. And for some reason, I didn't want to be alienated from what I thought was right. If I mean, you know, and but 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 there's a saying, but if the majority is doing it, it's probably <laughs> if the majority is doing it, it's probably wrong. It's probably wrong. But you know, as you grow and become more mature, spiritually mature, you, you know, childish things behind. You have to leave those childish things behind. You know, because you have um. You know, you have a follower's mentality. It's, a, it's tribalism. It's a because you don't want to be, you don't want to be alienated from your friends, or you don't want to be, um, you don't want them to abandon you because of the way you think. Right. You know, all this is, all this is, is what's in the community. And I'm talking about the community that I come from. I'm speaking for myself. Okay, I never really wanted to think any different from anybody else because I didn't want to be um, thrown away, if you will, or there's a word for that, um, cast, cast out. I didn't want to be a cast out. You know, the beauty of America, the beauty of God, the beauty of people that are born in America, you know, free thinking, let me tell you something, that is the greatest blessing in the world. If a man cannot think for himself, he cannot control himself. He who controls the mind, controls the body. So, um, I'm excited about our new podcast. I'm um, too. It's going to be unique. People are going. I'm telling y'all. I'm, what we're doing. This is a preparation period because we're not going to hold anything back. Right. No. We we gonna we gonna keep it real. We are gonna keep it 100. We gonna and we are gonna have receipts to prove it. Right. 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 So. Um, but yes. Mm. That you're not getting your emotions right. That you right. listen to hear and not to feel. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, and when you do that. You're listening for understanding, yes. not contradiction. Amen. You see, your feelings will lead you to find contradiction yes. because it makes you, it's making you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. But listen for understanding. Amen. Okay? All right. So, um, John, I, I guess it's a wrap up. Okay, yeah. Okay, great. Great. So, you know, I'm excited. You know, I love, I love the spirit of liberation. I love setting people free because once upon a time mm-hmm. I was bound. Yes. You know, um you know, um yes. Um, I was bound. I was bound for twenty one years. Um I had a drug addiction. Um, everything that I did was based on uh, finding ways to support that addiction. So that is that is captivity. Um and that's a long time to be spiritually enslaved. You know, um I learned a lot through that experience. Um God gives his biggest missions to some of his strongest warriors. Um, I'm one of the few that have survived the, uh, the crack epidemic, if you will. Um, yeah. And we're going to get into that. That's not right, right? I'm still rolling. Okay. And we're going to get into that, too. Right. Um, so you guys look forward to that. I'm going to tell you my story about that. But but as is relative to what we're talking about now, um, it's about liberating, liberation. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of Based on that experience, I kind of got have the upper hand 
up because experience is the greatest teacher. I was hard at it. Um, you can have people to teach you, you can have people to mentor you, guide you, but there is nothing more formidable and concrete than experience. Right, life is a great teacher. Life is a great teacher. So, um, and this is what when God say redemption, he understands that you have had the experience. Well, yes. you know, of course you need to be talking because um, everybody haven't had the experience. And it, it doesn't mean that they have to have the experience. It just means that they have a deeper understanding. And, and, and you can relate. And you can relate and you have to, you have to respect that. You know, so um, we're, we're really excited about this. Um, we're going to have some great content for you. Um, Amen. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Yeah.